Hey friend, welcome back to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host. It's a grand privilege to speak to you today. I can't put into words how much of a blessing it is to know that there are literally thousands of you under the sound of my voice right now. And that's why we've decided, I've decided, I believe with the Lord's leading, to concentrate on this. The most important tool, as we said on Monday in the Christian's arsenal, that which we should focus on so much more intently, or at least I can speak for me, so much more intently than I normally do, we're going to talk about prayer. Let's look at the model prayer. We are in the book of Matthew chapter number 6. Matthew chapter 6. I might need to turn there in my Bible as well. Right now I'm coming to you. Just a little update for you. From the road. Many of you know that I travel in full time evangelism and the schedule has been very full. To God be the glory. It's a, it's amazing how he leads and orchestrates and opens up different opportunities. I'll be in the coming months, Lord willing, if you'd pray about this. I'm going to ask you specifically to pray about this. Let's get practical here. I may be traveling outside the country within the next three, four, five, six months. We'll see if the Lord ends up uh, completely opening these doors, but we're looking forward to it. If the Lord does, if not, then we will continue to stay busy here in the good old U.S. of A. Been in dozens of churches over the past months, and let me tell you, God's people are the best people. And it's my privilege to serve alongside some of the best people, alongside God's people. We're in the book of Matthew, chapter number six. Let's read together. Verse number nine. After this manner, therefore pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. We talked on Monday of this week about the fact that prayer is the most important tool in the arsenal of the Christian. We talked yesterday about the fact that prayer should be our focus. And today, we look at this, the first phrase of what we call the model prayer. Hallowed be thy name. Give him the glory. You know, by way of illustration, I hope you do this. And if you don't, you should start. But I hope you say kind things to and about your spouse. I hope you say nice things about your husband. I hope you say nice things about your wife. I hope you say nice things about your children. I hope you say nice things about your pastor, about your church. And as we should, we often do those things. And I wonder, though, how often we say nice things about God Almighty. You'd be amazed if you talked about him a little bit he might just show up more often. I think of that word hallowed to think that his name should be lifted up, to think that we should give him the glory. When was the last time you sang his praises? I ask again, when was the last time you sang his praises? I'm not just talking about in corporate worship. 
I'm not just talking about at your church with the song leader up front and the instrumentalist and maybe the piano player and the different people there and the people all around you singing and bringing glory to God Almighty. I'm not just talking about that. Maybe you could look back to this past Sunday and say, I remember, we sang his praises. I hope you did. But did you know that you can incorporate singing his praises, figuratively saying, hallowed be thy name. Did you know you can do that privately as well in your own prayer life? Oftentimes, not all the time, but oftentimes, I'll include a songbook, a hymnal in my devotional times. And I'll flip through it. It's amazing how God would just lead me to a song and I'll maybe recite it. Maybe I'll just sing it. Maybe sometimes I'll just hum it under my breath a little bit as I look at those beautiful words. I hope you have good music around you. If you need some good recommendations, I'll give you my text number in just a little while. I can recommend some good music to you. Actually, through the Ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated, very recently, due to a designated gift, we've been able to actually, in the history and legacy and in the memory of Paul Levine, we've been able to create and produce some good music that I'd love to recommend to you. But can I ask you, do you sing his praises? And do you do it for the right purpose? Do you do it to be heard of men so that people hear, what a beautiful singing voice you have? Well, I know I can't because I don't have the most beautiful of all singing voices, but why do we do it? So that we feel better or so that we bring glory and honor to God? Are we, through our prayers, giving him the glory? Do you thank him often? I mean, do you really thank him? for how good he is. You know, I think about this just off the top of my head. This isn't in my notes, but do you thank him for how good he is? How great he is. How grand he is. How giving he is. How gracious he is. And we could go on and on and on. But just think about each and every one of those words and what they actually mean. What has he given us? Well, he's given me. He gave me that breath and he gave you one as well. What has he been gracious about? Well, if it wasn't for him and the shed blood of his amazing and and vicarious death of his son on the cross then you and I would be bound for an eternity in a place called hell. I'd say that sounds like graciousness to me. But beyond that, he's gracious to us each and every day. Oh God, hallowed be thy name. He's grand, isn't he? The creator of the universe. When in the book of Genesis, it talks about in the beginning. First verse, God created the heavens and the earth. Let me ask you, friend, do you believe that? Do you pray that? Do you tell him how grand his creation is? Now, I realize men, his create, part of his creation, we're not so grand sometimes. But when I, in awesome wonder, as this old song says, when I consider all the worlds thy hands have made, all you need is to go out on a starry night and look up and see the moon the stars, even on a beautiful spring day, 
Oh, maybe as we go back to thinking about singing his praises, maybe you need to incorporate the song, How Great Thou Art, into your prayer. You realize we've just spent the last three, four, five minutes talking about how to talk about how good God is. You say, I can't, I can't pray more than two or three minutes. It's difficult for me. Friend, We could spend an hour just talking about how good God is, and we haven't even gotten to the rest of the model prayer. We could just get stuck on hallowed be thy name for an hour. Sing his praises. Thank him for his goodness. Praise him. I mentioned yesterday, D.L. Moody said this, I would rather have heart without words than words without heart. Friend, do you give him either? Have you even attempted to pray today? I hope so. But if you say, ah, you got me, Brother Micah. I've got to this point in the day. I haven't prayed yet. Could I encourage you at the conclusion of this broadcast, just take a moment to shut out the outside distractions. I'm not asking for 5, 10, 20, an hour. I'm asking for you to just talk to God because he is the friend that sticketh closer than the brother. He's the father that looked for you when you were the prodigal, he is God Almighty, hallowed be his name. When Jesus taught us to pray, realize this, it was not a suggestion. It was a command. When thou prayest. That doesn't sound like just something that somebody recommends to us. That sounds like something that is being uh, admonished to us, something that we're being exhorted to do, something we're being commanded to do. When thou prayest. Let me just give you one or two more thoughts before we conclude here. Some practical things that may help you as you establish a prayer life. I'm going to ask you, friend, consider establishing a prayer life today. Start today. Don't put it off till tomorrow. We're going to continue in this vein. We're going to continue talking about prayer all of this week. And at this point, it looks like it's going to spill over into next week. But let me give you some practical things very quickly here. You will not have an attitude of prayer until you have an activity of prayer. Have you ever not wanted to go to the gym? I think I live in that state of mind, not wanting to go to the gym. You know what I'm talking about? But oftentimes when you make yourself do it, you make yourself go out for a little jog or even just a walk, you come back home 15 minutes later, just a short walk around the block or or maybe twice. You feel so much better. Well, it's the same with prayer. Friend, let me encourage you say, I don't really have a heart of prayer. All I'd be offering is words. Well, let's start there. Let's start by giving him something and maybe, just maybe, he'll allow us to give a little bit more. Hallowed be thy name. One more thought for us. You must have a specific place to pray. Also, a specific time to pray. The Bible says, enter into thy closet there in Matthew chapter 6. And it also says, as far as time, and when thou prayest, that speaks of a time. I hope you have a time frame of prayer. I hope you have a place of prayer. You say, Brother Micah, you're an evangelist. You pray here, there, and everywhere, don't you? Yes, the geographical place is different. But I try my absolute best. And please understand, I am a failure of a prayer warrior. I am always always working and often always failing to reach the amount of time and energy and effort and prayer that I would like. But I'll tell you, though I fail often, I'm trying. I'm still trying. I hope you will continue to try. Could we 
I'll put it this way. Could we fail together? I guarantee you we will. We'll not, we'll not pray as much as we want to, but let's try together. Let's dive into tomorrow. Let's lean into this focus of prayer, this most important tool of prayer. And I'd love to hear your testimony. Tell me how your prayer is going. If you got one minute of prayer today, let me know. Text me at this phone number to tell me how your prayer is going. 309-316-7240. Let's be accountable to each other. You tell me how your prayer is going today, and I'll tell you how mine's going today. But let's be honest, all right? Text me at 309-316-7240. We're not doing this so we can pump ourselves up and say, oh, look at what a prayer warrior I am. We're doing this because we all need to have a specific place, a specific time of prayer, because we need to say, hallowed be thy name. Have a great day for his glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.